Good evening and welcome back to the Bookie Bet Show. It's the weekend review where we took a look at some of the, the results that uh, we highlighted uh, with some of our predictions and we look at what happened. And there's quite a lot to get through this evening. So we're going to start off with the English Premier League on the football. Um, yeah, we kick it off with the first with the first game of the weekend where you know Southampton were, were good winners against uh, Aston Villa. It was a 1-0 game. We did predict that they would win, so we started off the, the predictions quite nicely. Um, and yeah, a very good win for, for Southampton. They've been there and thereabouts this season, and they were due to go on a little bit of a run. So, you know, hopefully their, their form can continue. Uh, the big one, which we, which we spoke about uh, last week, was the United City derby. And a convincing win for City. United at sixes and sevens, um, chasing shadows all afternoon, and the press has come out, and you know Oli Oli looks like he's in danger of losing his job again, um, and the players have now come out and said things aren't right there. Bruno Fernandes being one, saying they're not being coached to the to uh, a higher level, and uh, you know some of the ex players were scathing of the. Of the, of the players on the weekend, but you know it all it all kind of stops at the coach. And you know if he doesn't get a go on a huge run of results here, uh, we could definitely see him being fired before Christmas. Um, you know, Champions League qualification to the next round is, is key, uh, and obviously staying in the top four position is key for your club like United. You know, they keep on saying that they're the biggest club in the world, they're the biggest club in England, but you know they've been on a on a horrible drought uh, since Ferguson's left, it's you know it's going on ten years now, um, and if they don't nip that in the bud pretty soon, they're going to get they're going to fall behind, very similar to how Liverpool fell behind in the nineties and two thousand. So yeah, again a good a good win for City and Pep. That's a good comeback after their two 0 win two 0 loss to Crystal Palace last last weekend, and um, yeah they're sitting pretty in the top three there. Chelsea held at home to a Burnley team one all. We did not see that coming. At all, um, a very, a very, very good draw for Burnley, as we should say, rather than we did not see the the Chelsea um, draw coming. And yeah, uh, I don't think their manager will be too worried. You know, they allowed one or two slip-ups in the season at home. Probably not the the, grip, the, the result you want against a team like Burnley, who are bottom three. But these things happen, and. You know, he'll swiftly move on and, and pay his attention to the next game. Crystal Palace, 2-0 victors against Wolves. Uh, very good for Patrick Vieira. Very, uh, he'll be very happy with that. Wolves have been on a bit of a run of late. Um, and, you know, that, that's, a, that's a very good victory um, for them. Um, Crystal Palace will hoping to, to get some sort of form back. And uh, it looks like they are heading in the in the right direction there's no doubt so um, yeah good win for Palace uh, couldn't have come at a better time and you know, Vieira will be very happy with how, how things have, have panned out there um, for his team um, we then move on to the next game Brentford versus Norwich first win for Norwich of the season 2-1 winners against the Bees at home not, not a great result for Brentford. They've been on pretty good form at home uh, and form in the season, especially for a team who came up from the championship. Norwich, they beat Brentford but sacked their manager. So, yeah, um, 
not a great bit of a bittersweet moment for the manager to get his first first win and then get sacked, but uh, deservedly so. They they I think they're sitting on five points now. They're two points behind before this game, so yeah, not going well there. Newcastle, Brighton. Um, you know, Newcastle were trading up at five to one. Uh, Brighton with a red card in the game, but the match ended up as a draw. And um, yeah, not a great result for Brighton. Newcastle still still sitting in the bottom three. There, things aren't looking great on Townside, and there's huge pressure on them to to find a manager and someone who has the ability to keep the squad up in the pre- in the Premiership for next year. You don't come and spend three hundred fifty. 20 million pounds on buying a club promised 200 million pounds of investment for for January or 150 million pounds whatever the number is and see your team languishing in the bottom three and potentially playing championship next football next season so huge huge uh, job to be done there on Townside and you know they will take solace in the fact that Brighton are top six, six team and you know they managed to, to, to get a draw so you know they'll be looking to plan out their season Seeing if they can get some maximum points before the the the, the 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 January window, and then hopefully top up in January and secure their their Premiership. But but Everton Tottenham that was the Sunday game. Antonio Conte's first Premiership game. Everton with a red card in the last kind of last kind of minute of the game, almost nil nil draw. Uh, not a lot of shots on target for Tottenham again, and uh, Giovanni Lacalso with a shot at the at the death there that hit the post. And probably could have stolen it there. Richarlison on the other side uh, had a penalty disallowed by VAR. But the Hugo Lloris challenged uh, VAR saying that he, he managed to get the ball. So, yeah, a bit of controversy in, in the game. Um, Conti's got a big job at, at hand. I think he's under no illusions. He's on a big salary. But, uh, you know, there will be pressure um, on him by the board. Although I can't imagine Levi will be sacking a, another manager with a, with a get-out clause of... Uh, millions of pounds but you know Conti's a proven winner I just think he needs a bit of a budget in January uh, some of that that Tottenham squad is stale uh, I think Mourinho inherited a stale squad after the Pochettino success and the Pochettino five years that they built um, that squad together um, so yeah expect a few moves there in Jan um, and expect the Spurs I think they will come good uh, Conti will, will will get their shape and you know, he he was a winner with Chelsea. He's been a winner with Juventus. He's been a winner with Inter Milan, and we can look forward to some better some better um, outcomes there. Leeds United, Leicester City, a one-all draw. Uh, another one of the Sunday games. There were a couple of draws this week. If you had managed to get um, onto those, you know, three draws gets you about forty to one. I'm not sure many of you would have picked Chelsea Burnley as a draw, but um, the Brentford Newcastle that was looking like a draw. Leeds United, that's one-all. Yeah, so there were a couple of draws there. Arsenal, Watford, Arsenal, a team that have turned around, have turned their season around very nicely for Mikel Arteta. You know, here at the Bookie team, we were in the earlier the season we were talking about him being a manager who potentially could be facing the sack. They'd lost their first three games in a row, and you know, after match week eleven, I think they've won seven. Uh, well, they've won six, drawn three, uh, drawn two, and lost three now. So a very handsome return there for them. They are 20 points. They find themselves in the top five and they'll be very happy with the progress and we'll be hoping that their form stays stays with the team for a little bit longer. We then had West Ham versus Liverpool. 
It was our final game on, on, on Sunday, and David Moyes has definitely got some belief in this Hammers team. They're now 23 points, a 3-2 victory against a Liverpool team who have been deadly away from home. They've scored three away goals in each game in the season. They managed two, still a very handsome return, but you know they, they let go three. So you know, Jurgen Klopp will be bitterly disappointed with that. You know, he wants to keep the pressure up in the in that top three and you know he would expect his Liverpool teams to be winning games like this. But yeah, West Ham are a different team this year. They they've they've showed a lot of metal. Um two good one nil wins one nil wins at home and away against Spurs and Everton before this game. Uh, and a three two win against a, a proven Liverpool team who you know who have beaten United five 0 away from home and, and done you know, drawn two all with, Chelsea, with City one one with Chelsea. They're team on form and they they generally put these type of you know a lot of other teams away. So yeah, good result and uh, what a, what a, what a great week. The next match week twelve. Uh, there's a break this week, so the first games will kick off on the Saturday, the twentieth of November. But we'll get to those later on. We then moved on to the English Premiership rugby. Jeez, there were a couple of shock results here. Um, I mean, the Leicester Bath game finished 40-23. That's Leicester 8 from 8 now. They didn't win their 9-10 spread. Um, a bit of a shock. But they were half a point or one and a half points away. They won 40-23, which was 17. And the spread was 18 and a half. Uh, so unlucky for those who, who didn't jump on that, but uh, still a very close game. They've won 9 out of 9 games. They're 8 out of 9 on the nine to ten lines and you know with missing with, with, with them missing a few players they're still going very very strong uh, Bristol handsome winners against Worcester 27-5 they won on the spread uh, Worcester you know they, they lost a few players to international and I know they had a great win last week but they are definitely a team who are battling and will battle this season uh, Saracens London Irish Irish with a with a red card in this game pretty early on 21 minutes in Adam Coleman sent to the bin for the whole game and they managed to draw 34 all so huge result for them great comeback um, definitely the team that are the the draw kings they've, they've had three now which is which is quite a stat three out of uh, nine games or eight games that they've played Sale Northampton Sale are a team they won the 9 to 10 line they're always very strong when the internationals go away. They've got a great mix of South Africans um, and uh, UK-based players. And a lot of their South African players don't play for internationals. So you've got the Dupree brothers, JP Dupree, you've got John O'Ross, you've got Ben Curry who complements that team very nicely. Um, you've got, uh, I suppose, Vap who's not, uh, not there at the moment. Uh, he's injured, um, but then you've got an up front, you've got Kuni Ostazen, um, and then in the back line, you've got Jansa van Rensburg. So they've got a very big team who who are are not playing internationals and, and very strong. Um, so expect a lot from them uh, and watch them on the 9 to 10 lines. I, think, I remember, recall last year, they won in the during the, the, the Six Nations, they won. A lot of their games when the internationals were, were out and they went on that run that managed that saw them make semi-finals but get ultimately undone by Exeter. Uh, Sale, so we spoke about them. Exeter, North Newcastle, great win for Newcastle, 15-14. This is definitely not an Exeter team. They, they've lost something and yeah, I mean, they got beaten at home again. It's, they've lost to Northampton and Newcastle now at home. 
but you know, Dean Rich is always coaching well and what a great result for them. 15-14, we've always liked them as a team <laughs> and we, uh, yeah, great, great result. Harlequins was was with 13 mil up at one stage yesterday. And next next thing we looked, Harlequins had won the games 26-16. They definitely are the second half comeback kings, led by Andre Asterhazen there in the centers. Tyrone Green with another great try from fullback. And just a team that doesn't give up. Um, you know, to win 26-16, 13 mil down in the first half and come back in that second half is is a great result and the Harlequins coaching staff will be very pleased with how um, with how things turned out there. Um, we then move on to the to, to the internationals where there was quite a bit of rugby played this 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 weekend. England were handsome victors over Tonga, although Tonga did have a, a red card and um, you know the, you know playing at Twickenham is never easy. And to play with 14 men against the English side like that, you're just going to get bullied all day long. And they, they were definitely bullied. Uh, Irish were very good victors over Japan. And um, the, the, the the big game of the day, well, there were two, New Zealand, Italy. Italy managed to to hold um, to hold the, the Kiwis to 0-0 at, uh, well into the 25th minute. Um, and... They ended up losing that game quite badly. Uh, although, you know, they, they will take they will take a bit of uh, a bit of enthusiasm into the next few games. You know, it doesn't mean a happy Six Nations for them, but they ended up losing the game 47-9. Uh, the spread was 55 or 56. So yeah, they they came in well. Just going back to the Irish Japan game, that was a hell of a that was a bit of a hammering 65. Um, South Africa, Wales, 23-18, first victory for, for South Africa at Cardiff since 2013. Francois Stein with a sublime, sublime display at, at fullback coming on after eight minutes, Damien Delimsa, after the concussion. And yeah, a couple of dubious ref calls, no doubt, uh, but we still managed to ground out a win. We were 18-15, or it was 18-all with a couple of minutes to go. 18-16, should I say? No. It was eighteen. It was eighteen seventeen, and we managed to, uh, uh, yeah, we managed to get the. Sorry, it was eighteen sixteen, and Malcolm Mark scored a try to make it twenty one eighteen, and then we uh, twenty twenty eighteen, and we ended up winning twenty three twenty one. So a lot of work to be done for the Boca. Uh, Scotland are next, and they've just beaten Australia at home yesterday. Final score fifteen thirteen. Couple of dubious refereeing decisions by Roman Poit as well. Uh, I think Australia had two tries disallowed. Uh, the Scottish had a couple of calls go against them, um, and yeah, I don't know. The refereeing standard again was was questionable in, in these two games. So South Africa find themselves up against Wales in the next. I mean, against Scotland in the next game, and yeah, the Scottish will be pumped. One thing that we did notice was the Scottish managed to. Um, to really, to really give it to the Aussies up front, and that's something that the South Africans pride themselves of, on, and they would have noticed that. And they will definitely be working uh, hard this week on the scrum. They managed to put Wales away quite nicely, but the Scottish, uh, with their South African prop, uh, Skuman, did a did a bit of a demolition job on the on the Aussies. But yeah, thanks very much for tuning in. 
we will be back uh, later on in the week. We will talk a little bit more about the, the rugby internationals, not a lot of Premier League football. And have a great week, everyone. Cheers.